Vacation starts with VA. One thing you'll love about your trip to Virginia is that you'll never have to settle for one thing. All that you love is all in one trip. Start yours at virginia.org. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. People are strange. strange. Something strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. And welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna, everybody. Today, we are going to break down Katy Perry's song E.T. Extraterrestrial, yes. You know, I plan on doing a full breakdown, just a deep dive on Katy Perry eventually. There's so much to dig through. I mean, she's one of those characters that there's a lot of doors to go down. But with all of her videos, there's just so much detail in all of her videos and a lot of occult symbolism that I think that it's worth diving into just one video at a time. So that's what we're going to do today. I mean... If you look at Katy Perry, she's admitted that she sold her soul to the devil. I swear I wanted to be like the Amy Grant of music, Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't work out, and so I sold my soul to the devil. I mean, there's articles out there that she wants to join the Illuminati. So, I mean, she's kind of toying with these ideas, but as you look at her videos, her music videos, it is very hard not to notice the occult symbolism flooding throughout all of those videos, right? The song E.T., Katy Perry is singing about a lover from another dimension. I know she was in an interview. She was describing it. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, what if there's a planet filled with hot extraterrestrials out there, hot guys, and then one of them wants to meet me? And Like, what if there was a planet full of hot guys that we just don't know exist, and sometimes they would just, like, visit us and um, hang out, and, and maybe I'd meet one. It's like, did you write this song? I mean, no disrespect, but I mean, that's not what this song is about. This song is about having sex with an alien life form. I mean, straight up. If we look at when we look at the lyrics, you will all realize what this song's really about. So now, some people think that the song E.T. exposes the Nephilim agenda of mixing human DNA with the DNA of fallen angels. So the song also hints at this theory out there that the Queen of Heaven is actually Baphomet. There's a lot to speak about. There's a lot to unpack. So let's dive in. All right. Now, I do have this at 0.75 speed, so it's going to sound a little funny, but I want it to go slow so that way we can stop it and capture stuff at the same time. All right. Here we go. Mm hmm. All right. So first thing we notice, it's like a junkyard, right? It's a massive junkyard of metal. Uh, I mean, post-apocalyptic, kind of like cyberpunk almost. Now listen to this. Hold on. I'm going to turn on these uh, closed captions too so we can see the lyrics. Where in the world can my lover be? Listen. Listen. 
Where in the wonderful world is there someone for me? So it's it's focusing on this this post-apocalyptic world. There's no life anywhere. There's like a bunch of electronics, scrap metal, tires, and junk. And then it's focusing on this robot. So this implies that the robot is the one looking for the lover, right? Because the the background music is where oh where is the my lover, right? Where's the uh, where in the wonderful world is there someone for me? And it's zooming in on him. So it's kind of implying that he is the one looking for love or maybe someone is looking for him. And another thing, right in the middle of his chest is a big teardrop shape. Now, if you look at the teardrop, the symbol, it's a symbol for both life and death and fertility. So if you look at um, life and death, that's duality. That is a theme that exists throughout this entire video. You know, uh, hot, cold, life, death, uh, death and resurrection. I, it's it's basically what this is. It's You can't have one without the other. And it's kind of like love, right? Two partners. Think about it. He's looking for love. Where's my loving partner? You can't have one without the other. You can't make a baby without with the other, right? So the teardrop in ancient Egypt, the eye of Horus contains the teardrop. In ancient Chinese culture, the two teardrops make up the yin-yang symbol. And this symbol represents opposite energies existing in harmony. So you have that duality, right? The teardrop itself is on fire. Oh, yes. It looks like it's on fire. You know, it could be the cosmos in there. Teardrop, water, fire, water and fire. The law of polarity. They're opposing forces. They appear to be opposites, but they're actually two inseparable parts of the same thing. For example, you have hot, cold, heads and tails on the same coin, good and evil, and the yin and the yang. In Freemasonry, the twin pillars of King Solomon's temple, these pillars were the sun and the moon, right? Gold and silver. Each pillar likely had a bowl, one containing fire and the other water. And the fire symbolized the divine man, the water symbolized the earthly man. So as above, so below. In between these pillars is often a door, sometimes ladder stairs, but it leads to the house of God. And passing through these pillars represents a chance for a new beginning. So the pillars are acting like a portal. Walking through the two pillars is like a portal. Now, if you look at what this camera will do, is it will go through that teardrop like a portal. Right, watch. Okay, here we go. And look at that. Right at 33 seconds. There's an eyeball. Kind of like, uh, you know, the all-seeing eye. So at exactly 33 seconds, the scene cuts to an eyeball spaceship with Kanye West inside of there. <laughs> So, so far, I mean, we've had this camera kind of go through the teardrop that was on fire, representing the twin pillars like a portal. You have this robot, this physical body that's manifesting something. It wants a new beginning. And then you'll find out that there is a spirit body that is being summoned to the physical realm. And that would be the Katy Perry uh, object in this. So here we go. 33 seconds. 
You know, water boils at 33 degrees, a big Freemasonic number. Human spine has 33 vertebrae. Jesus was crucified and resurrected at the age of 33. It's a master number in numerology. Um, it means spiritual evolution or self-mastery. So what could it represent? It switches right here. You know, it's like that uh, everything changes at 33. This scene just changed at 33. Water boils at 30. You know what I'm saying? So what does it change into? Is this the all-seeing eye? I don't know. But here we go. We got Kanye coming up here, right? Okay, I told you it was going to sound weird because it is slowed down. But he says, I got a dirty mind. I got filthy ways. I'm trying to bathe my ape in your Milky Way. Okay, so I mean, may maybe bathing my ape in your Milky Way, uh, that could be like a sexual thing, obviously, like this, you know, Milky Way. Eh, we can all kind of do the math on that with, with sexual fluids and whatnot. But Maybe this is the, the ape and the DNA into the Milky Way. Maybe he wants to bathe his DNA out into outer space. I don't know. I'm a legend. I'm irreverent. I be reverent. I be so far. We don't give a fuck. All right. So there is something that I wanted to point out here. And that was at 43 seconds, the eyeball appears again, and it's accompanied by the number 89. And this is really fast, so you won't see it. But I have a presentation here. So this is a screenshot of 43 seconds. You see the eyeball again, and 89, right? Now, this is uh, probably like some sort of um, diagnostic thing, like health, uh, bio, whatever system, keeping track of him inside of the spaceship. But 89 also means duality. If you look at the, the uh, you know, the definitions and the, the, you know, symbology behind the number 89, this balance, harmony, and, and duality. Water, fire, we, we've seen this, right? So it's just a continuation of what we are uh, seeing throughout this video. All right, here we go, continuing. Welcome to the danger zone, step into the fantasy. You are not invited to the Okay, you're not invited to the other side of sanity. So the portal, you're not invited to the other side where the sanity is. I don't know. They calling me an alien, a big headed astronaut. Maybe it's because your boy easy get ass a lot. Okay, so yes, he gets ass a lot, right? That's why they call him the big headed astronaut. But you, did you notice what he said? He said, I'm I'm the alien. They call me an alien. So man in this video is the alien. Mankind are the extraterrestrials. Okay? That's what we're looking at. We're looking at this from Katy Perry's point of view. Looking at man or maybe the robot as the extraterrestrial, the alien. All righty. So now you're going to see Katy Perry come into the picture. And she is a floating creature. She's contorting herself in space. And her color is black. All right, so could you be a devil? Could you be an angel? 
This is kind of fitting into the Nephilim or the Nephilim, the fallen angels, mating with them, mixing the DNA with mankind. Feels like I'm floating, leaves my body glowing. Could this be, uh, I mean, this is kind of a stretch. Could this imply the morning star, right? Lucifer glowing, floating, right? When you're floating, that's potential energy because you have to fall, right? Everything that is uh, floating should fall, depending on where you're at in space and whatnot. Maybe the body isn't glowing at all, and maybe it's something that leaves her body that is glowing, like her soul. Because at the end of this verse, she says, I'm ready to go, lead me into the light. So maybe it's ready to go. Maybe she's ready to go into another world. Different DNA. Okay. And I do want to show you these because these are quick images that are flashing by here. And as she says this, different DNA, you get the human DNA strand, the double helix, and you get a picture of a flower blossoming. See this flower here? It opens up. Ah, yes, it's blossoming away. So this flower is a manifestation of divine beauty and wisdom. And there's different meanings for different flowers. And the flower that we are looking at here. I tried to pinpoint this down. It was either a tulip or a magnolia. If, if anyone can figure this out, let me know. Because I could be totally butchering this and getting this flower wrong. But it looks like a tulip, which the symbology behind a tulip is beauty, desire, grounding, love goddess. Or even a magnolia, which is awakening ancient wisdom, goddess energy. So ancient wisdom mixing with human DNA. I mean, she these were back to back here. You had human DNA and then a flower maybe representing this ancient wisdom and awakening it and the love goddess. A lot of symbology here. So she morphs into the woman in red, the scarlet woman, the whore of Babylon. She changed from a woman or an alien form, like what we would consider an alien gray, something like that, in a black dress. And now she is the whore of Babylon, scarlet woman in a red dress. All right, a lot of quick shots right there. So I want to I want to go through those with you. So first of all, you see her lips kind of just uh flat and then she purses them like she's getting ready to kiss you. You know what I mean? Um so I don't know. I mean maybe she's looking for that love. I don't know. Then you see her right eye open. So there's a connection here. Raw, the right eye. Horus is the left, Raw is the right. She opens up her right eye, and there is a connection to Venus that we will be uh, discussing soon. It comes into play because it has to do with who the Queen of Heaven is and who she's trying to portray. 
you have this picture of a hand kind of grasping at the ground, trying to root, just hold on, right? There's something happening. And it could be uh, a different planet. It could be the planet that we saw at the beginning. But yes, this, this implies that the, the hand is holding on and they're preparing for something. And then you see this. It's a flower with six petals. And they're pointed petals. So it looks like a star, a six-pointed star. This is a representation of the Star of David. And the six-pointed star can be traced back through the worship of Ashtoreth, the Queen of Heaven, also known as Astarte, meaning a star. Because this symbol, it was, I mean, the uh, six-pointed star, yeah, it doesn't, it's not just the, the Star of David. Like, it, it has meaning that goes way back before that. Uh, then you have like this dude kind of <laughs> either having an orgasm or releasing something. You have a picture of a dog dying. And then you have the Venus flytrap. All right. So check it out. You have the, the blossoming of a flower, the six pointed star life. This man is giving up his seed. You have death. And you have uh, the Venus symbology here, which we're going to go into. But you have the life and the death, the death and the resurrection all symbolized here within a matter of seconds. So the Venus flytrap, this is referring to Venus, the mythological goddess of love, sex, and fertility. So Venus and Roman, uh, you know, symbology here, uh, Aphrodite for Greek. Inanna, Mesopotamia, Ishtar, Babylonian, Astarte, Canaanite. So these are all equivalents. The Queen of Heaven, the Statue of Liberty. Remember, we just talked about this. The Whore of Babylon. Venus is the brightest planet in the galaxy, referred to as the morning star or the evening star, and the morning star is Lucifer. So if we're talking about the same goddess here, we have to look at the possibility for any of these, Lucifer, Queen of Heaven, uh, Aphrodite, Inanna, all of these equivalents kind of jumbling around here. Venus is a symbol of duality, death and resurrection. That's why the Venus flytrap comes at the end of resurrection and death. Death, resurrection, creation and destruction. This is all just stuff that we've seen throughout this whole video. The robot, the tear, the water, fire, duality, the dog dying, the flowers blooming. Venus is in the eye of Ra as well. It's that spiral. So that spiral that you see at the end of, or the curling of the eye of Ra, that is symbolic of when Venus formed as a planet. The spiraling is shown in the eye of Ra, you know, the Egyptian eye where you have this curl beneath the eye. That is a representation of Venus as it's establishing its own journey after separation from proto-Saturn. So let's get back to this song here. Let's play some more of this. Okay, this is something right off the bat that I want to show you. Um, the lyrics are, kiss me, kiss me, infect me with your love and fill me with your poison. So think about this. If she is a goddess, then mating with an alien or man will dilute her bloodline, correct? It's poison. So she will poison 
and infect her DNA, diluting her lineage from her highly goddess or whatever the hell it is. You know, I'm just saying, like, maybe that's what the lyrics are saying. Infect me with your loving, fill me with your poison. Knowing that her lineage will have a diluted DNA bloodline. Right here. So you'll notice seven rings around her head. Again, that's like the Statue of Liberty, Inanna, Ishtar, Hor, Babylon, Queen of Heaven. All of this. But watch this. From one minute and 41 seconds to about one minute and 44 seconds, the tattoo of a city, seemingly, on Katy Perry's forehead dissolves away. At least this looks like a city to me. It, it resembles a city falling down or buildings collapsing, hinting that, you know, something is dying or being destroyed and it's about to be reborn. The whole death and resurrection cycle. So watch this. Watch her forehead here. See? It's shrinking away. The stuff all on her forehead is all falling down into her eyes. See the seven rings? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They all look like double helix DNAs as well. Just notice that. So the lyrics, take me, take me, want to be your victim, ready for abduction. Boy, you're an alien. She says it right there. So you are the alien. You're touched so foreign. It's supernatural, extraterrestrial. Okay. And there's a lot of inversion here, too. You know, upside down, right side up. There you go. Oh, here we go. All right, a lot of symbology right there that I want to cover. All right, so let's get back into this uh, presentation. So that hand that was once gripping the ground is now released. It's let go. Seeming that See, this kind of implies that she, if you watch the next clip, she's going to be traveling. She will disappear from one area, reappear in another area as a different being. So she's going to transmutate. She's letting go. You have the ice kind of falling away here. You know, the, um, the whole climate change. The ice caps are melting. It's climate change. The ice caps are falling away. She looks up. She's awakening. She's kind of looking up to the heavens, about to die and be reborn. And then you see a picture of a cockatoo. And the cockatoo, the white cockatoo, it has some symbology too. It's a white Celtic symbol for change or transformation, travel, creativity, and new beginnings. It's also a sign for the Holy Spirit or divinity for Christians. That was new. I, I'd never heard about that, but I, in looking this up, that's what I found. Native American symbology uh, for fertility. So this whole thing is she's trying to find a mate to spread her bloodline. It's a Greek symbol for wisdom and knowledge. So Katy Perry, if you watch this next scene here, There she is. So she traveled. Look, you see a planet in the back. 
right? Where, where, so this might be the planet that that robot was on. But now she traveled and she emerges all in white. So she went from black to red to white. And if you look at this cockatoo, that means transformation, travel, new beginnings, fertility, divinity. So what Katy Perry just did is she traveled to the planet. She transformed herself into this white version of herself, the queen of heaven. She opens her eyes. It's a symbol of enlightenment. She is awakened. Remember? The sign of that that flower blooming. Ancient knowledge. She will soon enter the planet to create a new beginning by merging her DNA with man. Woo! It's deep. It's really deep. All right, so you're so supersonic, want to feel your powers, stun me with your laser, your kiss is cosmic, every move is magic. So that could imply maybe some sex magic here. Your kiss is cosmic among the stars, star worship, all that crap. But did you see her eyes? Keep an eye on her eyes. Now we're going to get a uh, another collage here of rapid pictures. So I did snap them into that presentation, but here, we'll watch it first. Oops. Apologies. All right, so there is a lot to unpack there. So at uh, 2 minutes and 29 seconds, Katy Perry screams, and then it shows an explosion, a tiger roaring, a tiger uh, eating a gazelle, a reptile eating a bug, maybe a spider or something, or a scorpion, I don't know. And then you have these feet shaking, like another orgasm happening. There was another picture of a lion-eating gazelle, and you have Katy Perry, her eyes morph into a reptilian. Reptilian DNA. So there's that. I, I mean, that goes into another conspiracy, you know? Um. So yeah, as, as Katy Perry says, take me, I want to be your victim, it's flashing images of wounded animals dying. So that's what we're going to get into next. Let's keep playing. Wounded animals. All right. Want to be your victim ready for abduction. So man is the alien. He is abducting her. Because he had that sigil. He had the alchemy. The the tear. He had the the tear on fire. He was summoning her. Now she's getting ready to transform again. You see her eyes. She's looking up. She's going through another transformation. There were animals dying. So this implies that she is going to die again and come back as something else. Yeah. 
So now Katy Perry is falling to earth. So here she is. She has a body on the earth. To be on the earth, you have to have a physical form, a physical body. You know, she was a spirit up in the sky, so she had to either uh, transform, go through some sort of transformation, death, and rebirth. She had to be reborn as a physical body here on earth or wherever this is, planet, whatever, right? So Perry falls to the earth and approaches the robot who is summoning her, I, at least I think. And this symbolize, or symbolizes the Queen of Heaven returning to Earth. Now her outfit changes again. Transcendental on another level. But look, her outfit looks like Wonder Woman. Does it not? So there's theories out there that Wonder Woman was based on the goddess Ishtar. And look at this. Wonder Woman has the star of Ishtar on her forehead. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The star of Ishtar has the four in front and then the four behind. If Katie has morphed into the Scarlet Woman, a.k.a. the Queen of Heaven and Wonder Woman, a.k.a. Ishtar, Anana, Astarte, Lucifer, it's a, it's a name swap. We're going through a name swap here. But she says, this is transcendental on another level. Boy, you're my lucky star. I want to walk on your wavelength and be there when you vibrate. I'll risk it all for you. So she's approaching the robot. Okay. She sees the, the calling here. Teardrop on fire. All right, so she wipes the dust, the cosmic dust from this robot's visor or the bubble. And it reveals an albino man. You will see that this is an albino man as well. Inside of a TV screen, and um, she's going to touch the teardrop on his chest. Now, what's just a side note that's interesting is albinos, still to this day, are victims of ritual sacrifices. They're captured and their their body parts are sold and they're it's just absolutely disgusting. This black magic, they're victims of black magic to this day. So I found that that was very interesting. And as she touches this symbol on his chest, it lights up. I know so she's engaging with this duality sigil to bring the man through the portal. She wants to bring the man to her now. Because she, I mean, she's like, she's here. She's ready to do it. Come on now. But man's on the other side of that screen as well. So 329, it goes back to Kanye as the robot begins to rise to his feet. And the scene insinuates that the robot begins to mate with Katy Perry. Okay, so you have Kanye kind of singing here. The robot is rising to his feet. Okay, so 
All right. So you're getting flashes of imagery of animals having sex, right? Plants growing. He says, tell me what's next. Alien sex. I'm a disrobe you. Then I'm going to probe you. Come on now. Pretty blatant, but alien sex in this situation, the man is the alien. Remember that. See, I abducted you, so I tell you what to do. And you're seeing flashes again. I saw cherries in there, right? And we know that cherries are, they have a sexual connotation. Worms. There was a human baby being born. And right here. Katy Perry is going to kiss the robot, creating an explosion of light. And she kisses the robot at the exact same time that the song says, kiss me, kiss me, right? So you'll notice that the robot morphs into an albino man, right? Both of their eyes are closed. Now watch what happens to his. He opens his eyes and looks up. He's about to change or he did go through a change. Right? That happened every single time she was up in space and she was looking up. She transmutated into something else. But now his eyes are open. He is met with the queen of heaven. His eyes are awake. He's awake. Implying he has received knowledge that he did not have before. And now there's light to the world. The light bringer, Lucifer. Right here, it's showing a, sh a screenshot of the ground where Katy Perry and the albino man are standing, and it says pigeon. So it has like these samples that are encased in these plastic cases. It says pigeon, a common bird went extinct in 2030. So there's subtleties of the 2030 agenda right in your face. Oh, here, let me, uh, there we go. Now you can see it. Common bird went extinct in 2030, right? Back in the the back there, which will come in here. Human sunglasses circa 2011. <laughs> All right? Just odd. So she's got to put on those sunglasses because the queen of heaven, it's too bright for her. Which has some uh, symbology there too. So it's like the man, he can see. It's not too bright for him. But for the queen of heaven, maybe she prefers the dark. So right here, very purposefully, they inscripted Vogue on the side of the sunglasses. If you look at Vogue, they are kind of into this whole Met Gala stuff, too. They have their own version of Met Gala called the Vogue Ball, where celebrities dress up in this occultic gear, very just strange outfits. So this is from the Vigilant Citizen. The blatant occult elite symbolism at the 2020 Vogue ball in Brazil. All right, so you have some of the uh, the eyeball symbolism, the one eye symbolism, 
Um, this was in the mysticism of the Lady Zodiac a couple years ago. That that was the theme. I think in 2017 it says, yeah, where there was a lot of guests wearing horns on their head. Hey, Baphomet. But check out Vogue. I mean, Vogue has the one eye symbolism everywhere. So here's here's the Ballet de Vogue 2020. Um, you have who is this? Actress Camilla uh, Quiros. She has this one eye kind of device where it's just the the uh, the left eye. I have horse. Uh, and she's putting it on this dude, black and white suit. I mean, that's, it's like cut in half. It's not like a, a normal black and white suit. This is like the right side is black. The left side is white. Um, he has like the all seeing eye pin on his white side as well. You have a uh, YouTuber Marina sad hides one eye or she's yeah. Hiding one eye with the, uh, something over and then she oh she has this eyeball over her mouth Katy perry has an album cover where she does have an eyeball in her mouth so this kind of looks like that as well right just a lot of the uh the eyeball symbolism monarch uh monarch programming with the butterflies just kind of strange things i mean i get art but the eyeball is just everywhere it's it's more than art if it's very intentional. If everybody's doing it, right? It's on this guy's jacket. She's purposefully covering up one eye. Who is this? This is fashion curator Anna Isabel. Something, something, something. Right? So, I mean, they're just crazy about this whole one eye thing. So, the Vogue sunglasses, right? It's covering the eyes. Vogue is very just, I don't know. They're all about the eyes, man. I don't get it. All right, now here is the real reveal right here. Boom. 433. Everything changes at 33. And we just found out she was Baphomet. She's got she's got goat legs. Or is that like a deer or something? I don't know. It's a hooved animal. And Baphomet has hooves. So that's where I was like, what? I mean, you had Kanye West kind of changing it. 33, he came in. The, the scene changed. The, you know. Oh, boy. Now at 433, Katy uh, Perry, Perry is uh, showing you some hood feet. So, man and Baphomet embrace hands and walk towards the light together. Here they go. So resembles Lucifer, the light bringer, walking hand in hand with man, leading him towards the light, providing the light, bringing knowledge, bringing it back home. So that's that's the the whole kitten caboodle right there. That is my analysis of Katy Perry's ET. But I do think that in this song, Katy Perry is is kind of agreeing with this whole uh, queen of. Heaven is Baphomet. 
she's kind of uh, hinting towards that theory. Let me see here. So this theory was based off of the Atbash cipher. The Atbash cipher is based on substitution. And a cipher is just, it's kind of numerology type of stuff. And there's a theory out there that the Atbash cipher revealed that Baphomet, it turns into the word, uh, the Greek word, Sophia, which Sophia is the true goddess revered by the Knights Templar and the Freemasons. Now, the way that this uh, this Atbash cipher works is the first letter becomes the last, the second uh, letter becomes the second to last, so like A becomes Z, B becomes Y, and so on and so forth. And so you put in a word, and then it will replace those letters with this, uh, the you know, the code, right? And I guess this Atbash cipher has been used even since the early as 500 BC, scribes were writing the book of Jeremiah using the Atbash cipher. And it's one of the few ciphers used in the Hebrew language. So they actually put in the Hebrew language for this. In this Atbash cipher, Baphomet in Hebrew was ciphered into the Greek word Sophia. Sophia is a Judeo-Christian goddess often said to have wed Solomon. The king who built the temple, you know, King Solomon's temple. And the theory is that Baphomet is a code word for Sophia, which is the goddess revered by the Templars. And now also the theory states that either Jesus's mother, so Mother Mary, Virgin Mary, or Mary Magdalene is Sophia. So there's that theory that mm, the Virgin Mary could be the queen of heaven. You know, Virgin Mary could be Ishtar, Inanna, Astartate, what Katy Perry was representing there, Baphomet. So, very interesting stuff, everybody. I found that this uh, this music video was just jam-packed. All those quick snaps of the, the photos, very interesting. You know, a lot of detail in these as well. So I want to look at, um, you know, there's a couple other videos that she's done, Dark Horse, um, the the bone appetite one, which is all just about eating people. So that's uh, it's pretty sketchy, dude. But hey, it is what it is. And and you know, there's a fine line between art and uh, you know, this whole like occult symbolism, maybe religion, right? So anyway, hope you liked the episode. If you did, leave a like on YouTube. I'm over on Rumble. If you're watching on YouTube, please go subscribe over on Rumble because there's going to be episodes that I cannot post on YouTube based off of the rules and regulations, right? So also, if you're listening on Apple, please leave that five-star rating and leave a comment. I read them. They're awesome. So anything you can do to help the show, Spotify, same thing, all right? So thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. And until next time, we will see you soon. Sayonara. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. 
for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.